Hey, Dr. Mike here. So if you want to live forever-ish, you need to know what's in and what's not. Stay tuned to find out. You're listening to Live Forever-ish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gosser. All right, welcome to Live Forever-ish. I'm your host, Dr. Mike. And of course, I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Crystal Gosser. How's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm pretty good. The Monthly Magazine, as always, uh, one of our favorites. So let's just dive right into that. You know, it's it comes down to some simple things, right? If you do want to add strong, vibrant, healthy years to your life, there's some things you want to do and some things you don't want to do. So we're going to cover three things to do and one thing not to do. So in number one, if you want to live forever-ish, is to support, I don't know, optimal, higher, IGA levels. What is that, Dr. Gossett? <laughs> no. IGA is a type of antibody. It's uh, short for immunoglobulin A. You had to say that slow, didn't you? <laughs> I mess it up, Dr. Mike. Uh, but, you know, IGA is uh, one of the antibodies that is a part of kind of our built-in security system. Yeah. And they're kind of on the front line. So they're present in the mucous membranes, the mouth, the nose, the the respiratory tract, like your lungs, windpipes. And they are there just kind of ready to go. Ready to go. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I like to say that they, the IgA antibodies, and these are antibodies, they're not immune cells. They're made from immune cells, right? B cells. Um, but these, these antibodies, uh, I, I don't know, I, I guess I, I, maybe this was in the ebook that, that, that we wrote um, on the immune system, but IgA covers your potential entry points for yes. infectious bacteria and viruses and what have you. How do you like that? I like that. Well, you know, that makes me think about my built-in security system at my home. All the entry points. The you windows. got right your windows, your doors, right? Those, you know, you don't put you don't put a sensor on your wall, right? You put it on your windows, right? Well, I do have sensors on my wall too to detect. Because uh, you take it way too far, anyways. So, um, so the IgA is a, is an antibody. It covers all those entry points, the mucosal membranes, and so what. And obviously, I mean, I think people make the connection now, right? I mean, the, the stronger um, you, your immune system, the, you know, the more of the IgA you have lining these points of entry, I mean, the better off you're going to be able to defend against infection, right? So, so how, how do I make it better? How do I get more of the IgA? Well, what, uh, what research is showing is good health, probiotics, <laughs> the good bacteria. That, you know, having a healthy bent of uh, some of the probiotics can help levels. You know, a unique strength really appears to stimulate IgA. Yeah. um, And upwards, almost up to 50% increase in, in IgA in some research. Yeah. And that's and so, again, you know, I we've talked about this before, right, that and, and we're not just talking about your everyday strains, right, of probiotics. Right. There there are, you know, more and more we're realizing that there are specific strains of um, of probiotics that that can do this, that can raise your IgA level. And just as a, as a reminder for the listeners, you know, if you think about 
um, probiotics. These are healthy bacteria. Um, it's almost like dogs, right? So, so the, 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 there's canines, right? But there's different types of canines. There's chihuahuas, there's German shepherds. And so that's what we mean by strain. So there's these strains, yeah. these, these probiotic strains that, that are specific to helping, uh, what did you say? Boost IGA by 50%. Is that kind of where we're with the research? 50%, now? You know, yeah. getting close to that number, you know, it's certainly over 40%. Um, in research. Yeah. And so, you know, when I hear that kind of stuff for me, you know, I, I, I think of it more maybe, and again, you know, I guess ideally you should take something like this all the time, right? You want strong defenses all the time, but I hear this and I think of cold flu season. I think of winter months. Like for me, I think that's when I would really load up on this. What about you? Absolutely. Or anytime, um, you know, if you're going to be traveling, anytime you, you feel like there's the potential for your immune system to be compromised. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I don't travel as much now, right. Cause everything's going on, but I, t- I've told you stories traveling during cold and flu season. I mean, everybody in that plane is <coughs> making noises and I mean, it's just, it's gross to be honest with you. And I'm rubbing down with all kinds of stuff, putting all that antibacterial viral stuff all over the place. But uh, this would be a great inside out way to really boost uh, your defenses. So that's in number one, boost IgA levels for a stronger immune system. In number two, I like this. You know, right. more, and more, more and more, you know, I'm be, you know, I watch the food channel and I am trying to cook a little bit more. Dr. Gossard always makes fun oh, of me. That huh. I, just, I just eat a lot of food. I don't cook anything, even though I watch all these shows and stuff. But I always get excited when when these shows talk about spices. Yeah. Why, why, is, why are spices in number two? Oh, well, this one, uh, I pulled it out because it was a cool study. So in our magazine, uh, there is a section called In the News. And in the news, this is where you get the hot off the press, latest, greatest information, study highlights. And, um, and so there was a study adding spices to meals may benefit health. Uh, a recent study published in the Journal of Nutrition suggests that people may be able to lower post-meal inflammation by wow. spicing up their food. Yeah. And so you think about, you know, I, I think about what I had to eat this morning. And I guess I can confess a little bit because I don't do this. <laughs> often. But my um, my kids had a croissant, like egg and cheese. Yeah, you're going to blame this on your kids, aren't you? Of course. But <laughs> you know, my kids, they're not really big meat eaters. They, you know, so my especially my daughter, it's, you know, I'm always trying to find ways to get her some good plant-based protein because she doesn't like meat. So the sandwiches come with sausage and we Mm. take the sausage off every morning because they won't eat it. So everyone Mm, has a special little treat for myself. (laughs) You ate the sausage, didn't you? The sausage. And then I always think, what can I combine with this sausage? What can I combine with this meal to help to offset some of the potential inflammatory yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, situation that I'm building up in my body from the sausage. Yeah. I often try to add in polyphenols, some type of veggies or something like that to help. So when I saw this, I was like, yes. You add some spices. Yeah. Spices. Crank up that flavor, right? 
Yeah, you, know, you, you, you and I are, you were so similar in many ways, but we're also so different in so many ways. Like when I'm eating sausage like that, I don't think about how I could decrease inflammation. I'm thinking how I can get more sausage. We're yeah. just, we're just kind of a little different right there. <laughs> you know, I, I, I understand yeah, that. I like that. You know, yeah. know more. Yeah. It's, you know, sometimes it's like, once you know it, you can't unknow it. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, we and this is not I mean, I guess for life extension, this is it's this is new. It's a new research. But we've been talking about the benefit of spices for a long time. I think we even wrote a, an ebook or a blog post way back when we we talked about how maybe, you know, spices is the new medicine cabinet, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but your spice cabinet is your is your medicine cabinet. So a lot of good spices. And we know. You know, again, going back to that idea of variety, I mean, you know, try different things, try some hot ones, try a little sweet ones, try yeah. some warm spices. You know, there's all different different mm -hmm. types of it. They have a lot of benefit, a lot of good polyphenols and can offer some protection from inflammation when you're eating, which does happen. Uh, yeah. So that's in number two, the spices. Well, I, in before we move on, Dr. Mike, yeah. I just have to just tell them some of the spices in the study, basil, bay leaf, black pepper, cinnamon, ginger, oregano, parsley, rosemary, thyme, turmeric. Good. Yeah. So, you know, those are just some they examples. Cover, they covered a lot of good ones, right? Those are like common ones. And so it's good to see the, I think the more common ones have, have this benefit. So yeah, add spices. It's good for flavor. I know that because I watch the Food Channel and it's apparently good for reducing post-meal inflammation. In number three, now this is one maybe people aren't so familiar with and it's ribosomes. Why are we talking about ribosomes, which the minute I hear that word, I go back to medical biochemistry and I start to get the shakes. <laughs> oh, no. Post-traumatic. It, it was it was a it was a tough course in medical school. I got to tell you, you know, it's a fun, it, we, we joke. I, I say this as almost as a joke, but it's not. It's actually true. So I took I took a medical biochemistry course as an undergrad first. Right. And then I and I and then when medical biochemistry and medical school came up, I thought, okay, I'm fine. I already kind of got a lot of this. I'll, I'll be okay. In mm -hmm. one week, we covered everything we did in the entire oh, semester in the God. undergraduate class. Wow! This, let me tell you, this we went heavy, heavy, deep, deep, deep into the biochemistry of the human body, and uh, so ribosomes kind of bring back. I don't know, not a bad memory, but. Not the best. <laughs> well, well, just just to fill everyone in, most people are familiar with mitochondria. It's you know these yeah. are these organs that's in the cell. The mitochondria is the site for energy production, ATP production. Ribosomes are it's another type of organelle in the cell, and it's the site of protein production. And so it's intimately involved in the function of every tissue organ system. And so this idea of mito, uh, of, I was going to say mitochondrial biogenesis, <laughs> biogenesis, right. um, is now capturing the interest of scientists as a way to improve energy and just the function of the yeah. body. Amazing. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's another, and I like this about our, our industry and what we do with natural medicine, right? So where we look at, you know, the idea of fatigue and energy issues, which is, which is almost epidemic in our society and culture, right? I mean, everybody's, 
you know, having, I mean, I mean, I mean, and, and I get it. I mean, look at the life you live, Crystal, you, Dr. Crystal, you got a husband, kids, job, church, you got all kinds of stuff you're involved in. You try to exercise ballet. I mean, it goes on and on and on, you know? Um, and so, yeah. And so there's, there's a, there's a need for us to really look at ways to improve in healthy ways, energy, and specifically what we call cell, cell energy, right? A ATP. And I love the way we, at, in this industry, we look at just like, how, how do we make it? How do we make ATP? And we look at those components. How do we make mm -hmm. proteins that, that, that feed into the energy process, right? And that's where the ribosomes come into play. You, right. And I guess a good way to describe them, I don't know, they're like, they're like the, uh, uh, the, 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 main sh the main room, the main plant or factory where a lot of that protein making happens. And without them, protein making, which is so important to energy, becomes a problem. Right. That's right. Yes. And, and so there is research now that um, oak wood extracts can help to um, help to support the function of these um, ribosomes. And so that's yeah. what's really right. interesting. We can start seeing natural, you know, plant based ex helping to, you know, support us at the cellular level. Um, yeah, and I love that. research shows doses of about 200 to 300 milligrams of an extract from uh, French oak wood has been shown to improve fatigue related um, concerns. Um, and the whole thought behind it is its effect on these ribosomes. That's awesome. So that so there's your, you know, again, you want to live forever ish strong, vibrant, healthy life for as many years as you can, right? Um, you want you want to boost your IgA levels. That was in number one. You want to use more spices, right? They can be very beneficial, especially with post-meal uh, inflammation. And then number three was ribosomes. We just talked about that. But there is something that we do. So what's the out? What, what don't we want to do? And I don't know if this is more of something you don't do, but it's just something to be aware of, right? And that is big pharma corruption. Ooh, that's a big topic, right? <laughs> yeah, big pharma corruption. Why Why are we listing that as an out? Well, we actually uh, highlight a book by uh, Dr. Ralph Moss, and he's an investigative medical journalist, um, and he's been exposing corruption in the cancer industry for over 40 years. And, and so we're kind of highlighting his book where he's talking about some of the big pharma corruption within the cancer industry. Now we know uh, Bill Falloon has written articles. Um, he's written books, Pharmocracy. Yeah. Kind yeah. of highlighting some of the, the corruption between. Tell, well, tell them who. Let's remind them who Bill Falloon is. Oh yeah, so he's our owner, founder of of Life Extension. He's the man that you know started it all. And in all of our magazines, since we're kind of highlighting the magazine, he does write uh, an article in every edition of the magazine called "As We See It." And, and he's written several books as well. So one of his books, he's, you know, highlighted big pharma corruption. And so here's yet another uh, book just really exposing um, how- It's, it's, it's eye-opening, right? It is very eye-opening how, you know, many drugs out there, especially drugs for cancer, 
they are they're not curing cancer. Right. At yeah, they low, do. They, they low get, efficacy. Um, yeah, low efficacy. Lots of side effects. Right. Um, but yet, um, there's there's not much of a push for innovating. Um, you know, new new medications. Uh, you know, there is that whole movement of the, the you know, when it comes to cancer treatment, um, you know, using T cells in your own immune system. I think that's a great direction. But I think there's even some resistance there from some of the more traditional chemo agents because people have made. Listen, let's be honest. They've made a lot of money pushing those those cancer drugs. Yes. And, um, and so in this book, he's highlighting how big farmer has paid millions to doctors to downplay drug side effects and kind of play up non-existent benefits in uh, clinical trials that <laughs> seem rigged. That mean, just is not, that just is so wrong on so many levels, right? I mean, it's I just, it's, it's hard so to even, so I mean, true. yeah, and it's, it's just unreal that this kind of stuff goes on, but it, but it does. And so check out that book. And I think uh, who wrote it? Dr. Moss. Ralph Moss. Yes. Moss. Yeah. I think Dr. Ralph Moss would be a great guest on our show we can maybe dive a little deeper yeah Yeah. into this stuff so we'll try to we'll try to get them on for you guys um here in the next few weeks so there you go that's the october magazine 2020 from life extension uh in number one iga in number two spices in number three ribosomes and out is big pharma corruption by the way um you can check out the magazine because it does print online right dr gossard at um at lifeextension.com so check that out and don't forget if you want more podcasts go to liveforeverish.com that's live foreverish all one word dot com and you can uh, listen to many many more podcasts please like share comment and subscribe so you never miss a show i'm dr mike thanks for listening